Coming to you from deep inside the bowels of a great big empty. Get ready for another episode of The Home Defense Show with Skip Cornell. This is Phoenix Coriel. Welcome to the Home Defense Show. Hey, folks. Welcome back to the Home Defense Show. This is your host, Skip Coriel. Boy, it's a wonderful, wonderful spring day, and I'm here in my Mobile Defense Command post, my uh, Dodge Ram pickup truck. I'm looking at a sunny day. The skies are blue, few clouds out there, but we had a terrible rainstorm. Everything's going great getting ready to plant my garden here. It's just good. Life is good all the way around. Before I get too far uh, off on a tangent, check out our uh, sponsors, Centershot Indoor Gun Range, centershotgunrange.com, where it's always a perfect 70 degrees. That's where I go to shoot, and so should you. Check out United States Concealed Carry Association, uscca.com. Today... Oh, boy. I want to talk about John Wick. I've never done this before. And I have so many mixed emotions about that. I, I love Keanu Reeves as, a, as an actor. Um, you know, a lot of these uh, Hollywood types, they make their living off, you know, on-screen violence, while at the same time, campaigning against guns in the hands of everyday citizens like you and I. Uh, Keanu Reeves, I, I don't believe he does that. Another thing I like about him is he actually knows something about guns. You go on uh, YouTube and you can search on Keanu Reeves and, you know, real-life shooting, things like that, and you'll, you'll watch him in training you know, transitioning from, you know, pistol to, to AR, back and forth, you know, draw, move, shoot type stuff. The guy's pretty good. It's not all on-screen stuff. You know, I tell you, one of the things that drives me crazy is watching Hollywood actors and actresses who are playing the part of someone who's supposed to know how to shoot and they can't even hold the, the darn gun properly, drives me crazy. Um, but, uh, you know, John has some, John, John Wick, Keanu Reeves, he has really good gun handling skills. I mean, watching this guy do a, a mag change, I don't know if they've, uh, you know, doctored that in the editing room at all, but, or how many takes it took. But, man, I wish I could do mag changes like, like he does, his gun handling skills. He obviously, he knows. He knows his way around uh, a firearm. And I, and I appreciate that. It's, uh, it's refreshing. But, uh, you know, last week I found myself in a situation where my wife and kids were going to be uh, gone for, you know, a two-day period, which is very, very unusual. Normally. Me and Sarah and the three kids, we're always together, right? Because they're homeschooled. I work at home. And uh, I've been wanting to watch uh, John Wick for a long time, simply because people were all telling me, 
Skip, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. Oh, it's great. It's just awesome. Blah, blah, blah. You know. Now, okay, yeah, it's a movie. How great could it be, right? But uh, finally, I, I watched the, the first three John Wick movies at home on my computer when my, when my wife wasn't watching. Uh, she doesn't like me watching violence and, and all of that stuff. But the good news is, uh, from a sexual standpoint, you know, it, it's, it's pretty clean. There's not a, you know, a lot of sexual promiscuity, you know, or anything like that. So that's good, but probably still shouldn't let your kids watch this. Uh, but that, that's a tangent as well. I watched the first three and, you know, I don't know what this says about me personally, but I I kind of liked it. The <laughs> violence, wall-to-wall violence, wholesale homicide. You're talking about, you know, one death after another, after another, after another, almost all headshots. Um, totally unrealistic. I mean, sure, I'll give you that, but I don't really watch Hollywood adventure movies for realism. I watch Hollywood adventure movies primarily to escape. And uh, it didn't disappoint. I saw great gun handling skills. The stunts were incredible. It's another thing I, I, I like. Keanu Reeves, what is he? I think he's 60 years old now. And doing his own stunts, I find that inspiring. <laughs> I really do. And I, I also found myself feeling sorry for him because I, you know, after doing some of these stunts at 60 years old, one, he's got to be in great shape for his age, but two, no matter how great a shape you're in for your age, at, at 59, 60 years old, you're going to hurt the next day. He's probably still recovering from doing John Wick 4. You know, I watched the first three at home, and then, you know, my, my wife and kids they were going to a a monastery, an Orthodox monastery, and uh, there's like a, a dozen nuns there, right? And they were going to go to vespers and liturgy and all this stuff and just to spend a time in, in prayer and meditation, and they wanted me to go with them. And I thought, you know, I really don't want to go spend two days with a bunch of nuns you know, in silent meditation. Um, maybe I'm a bad person, but I just don't want to do that. Um, I had work to do, and this was an opportunity for me to see John Wick 4 on the big screen in front of an audience. And so I thought, okay, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to stay home. I'm going to do that. Family wasn't happy, but I, I'm going to do it anyways. So I stayed home, and... I went to the movie and, uh, you know, I got my, you know, my nachos and cheese sauce and my uh, two hot dogs. I always get two Chicago dogs and my uh, Dr. Pepper. And I'm in there and I'm watching the movie and it started out the way I thought, you know, lots of blood, violence, gore, lots of headshots. And it was a lot like, the first three, you know, wall-to-wall, violence, death, mayhem, destruction. But this was different. Not because the content was different, 
but because I was watching it on the big screen in front of other people. And the other three, you know, you watch one of these movies and you just walk away totally drained, emotionally a vacuum, right? It's like, wow, I'm totally wore out. But this time it was different. I was, you know, in front of a big screen with all these people watching it. And every time someone got shot, it's like these people were nearly orgasmic. I mean, they're going, oh, wow, yeah, oh, did you see that? <laughs> and I'm going, okay, yeah, I did saw that. Yeah, that was a good shot. But I'm not sure we're supposed to cheer every time someone gets their head blown off. I mean, they go, yeah, they're, they're bad guys, but, you know, they're all bad guys. I just had trouble with celebrating the violence. Because to me, I guess I'm a little more spiritual than that. I mean, yeah, okay, I didn't want to go, you know, sit and pray with nuns for 24 hours. But I, I don't cheer when a human life is snuffed out. I mean, I, I spend my life educating people, training people, mostly so they won't have to take a human life. Not so that they can shoot someone and then cheer about it. And I, some of you are saying, come on, Skip, it's just a movie. It's not real. I understand that. But here's the thing. I'm not sure our society can handle a movie like this. We have so many brittle people out there who are desensitized, totally desensitized to violence. And, and even now, I mean, okay, I watched John Wick 1, 2, 3, and 4. It left me drained but it didn't leave me feeling desensitized to violence. In fact, if anything, I was like more attuned to it and more sickened by it. I didn't really like it. And I especially didn't like the audience's response. It was like, you know, I was 2,000 years ago in the Roman Colosseum and people were cheering when you know, lions and jackals were tearing people apart alive. I, I don't cheer for things like that. And I'm just thinking our American culture, that already is totally screwed up. This doesn't make it better. This makes it worse. And so I'm recommending that unless you're emotionally stable, and compassionate and kind and don't want to shoot someone, you shouldn't watch this movie because I don't want it to push you over the edge. If you're already desensitized, I don't want you more desensitized. Uh, I want you to uh, maybe watch something different. Maybe this movie shouldn't have been made at all because we just can't handle it. Our, our culture cannot handle this. It's just too violent, too explicit. And we are already desensitized to the max. Uh, why is it so popular? I think it's a combination of things. Our, our culture, we're angry. We're mad. And all of this killing in the storyline, it started when someone shot his dog. And that was like 
20,000 murders ago, 20,000 homicides ago, someone killed his dog. And after that, it's all about revenge. Anger, rage, revenge, homicide. It's just too much. It is just too much. So I'm recommending, ah, watch something better. Or go to the monastery and pray with the nuns. Um, that's my review on John Wick. I know a lot of guys won't like it, and that's okay. It's not for everybody. You guys do what you want to do. I'm going to do what I want to do. All right, that's about all I got for today. Um, make sure you get out on the gun range, do a bunch of shooting, uh, get more training. I've got a lot of advanced classes coming up right now. Uh, this is beginning of April. We got a lot of advanced classes going to be running from April all the way through November. Um, they're on my website. You can email me, skipcoriel at hotmail.com, uh, and get more information about that. All right, don't forget to check out our sponsors. Check out Centershot Indoor Gun Range, centershotgunrange.com. Pick up a new AR-15. They've got a bunch of them there. Uh, and a pistol and 10,000 rounds of ammo. All right, and also check out USCCA, United States Concealed Carry Association, uscca.com. Great organization, good legal protection. All right. Hey, I'm going to go back uh, and uh, try and uh, get some therapy because I think I have post-traumatic stress disorder after watching all four of those movies uh, from John Wick. But uh, this is Skip Coriolan, Home Defense Show. Uh, have a great day. God bless you and keep your family safe. Thank you for joining us this week on The Home Defense Show. Now, get out there and protect the ones you love. We'll see you next week with more of the best in home defense. Bye-bye, boys! Have fun storming the castle! And now it's time for a self-defense report. Take us there, Skip. All of us here at Frontlines of Freedom want our listeners to get trained and get armed in that order. We fully support the right to keep in arms for all law-abiding families, and we encourage you to find out about the laws governing use of deadly force in your state and follow them to the letter. And, of course, don't forget to follow the rules of safety and common sense whenever you're carrying a firearm to protect the ones you love. What's the story this week, Colonel? Well, Michael Gabriel was driving to a doctor's appointment when another driver brake-checked him for tailgating. Gabriel then pulled up next to the Ford Mustang and flipped him off. The driver brake-checked Gabriel again. Then the Mustang driver got behind Gabriel and fired off three gunshots. A bullet pierced the back window traveled through the car seat and tore into his right shoulder. Gabriel followed the Mustang at high speed, trying to take pictures, but the Mustang stopped abruptly and fired nine more shots into Gabriel's car. A 65-year-old bystander was struck in the kidney and is in critical condition. Gainesville police arrested Stephen Cooper. He was charged with an aggravated battery, criminal attempt to commit murder, criminal damage to property, and reckless conduct and aggravated assault. Cooper had a two-year-old child in the back seat of the car during the alleged shooting, according to police. Thanks, Colonel. This one is so crazy that I hardly know where to start, but here goes. First, let me make an observation. Both these people are idiots, and their lunacy almost got a two-year-old child and a 65-year-old woman killed. Have you noticed lately that the mood of society out there is getting more and more tense? I know I have. Many people are on the edge, and it takes only a tiny nudge to make them snap. But first, let's go over what Gabriel did wrong. First, 
he was tailgating another car. Come on, folks, that's dangerous. And none of us should be doing it. It can cause an accident. Plus, it annoys other drivers and can lead to something more serious, like in our story today. Second, after the man brake checked him, he pulled up beside him and gave him the middle finger. That's a personal insult and has no place in civilized society. Third, after Cooper shot him, Gabriel chased after him. This is the height of stupidity for two reasons. One, it was a high-speed chase on a public road that endangered a lot of innocent people. Second, when a man tries to kill you and is trying to get away, don't come back for more and give him another shot. Just let him go. There's no doubt here that Cooper was the criminal and deserves prison for a very long time. But if there is a prison for idiots, then Gabriel deserves a five-year sentence himself. Folks, when someone brake checks you, just back off and let them drive away. It might not seem very masculine, but it is the best course of action. There is no room for ego while driving a car. Road rage usually isn't personal. If someone cuts you off in traffic, don't take it as an insult. How can it be personal when the two of you have never met? Never retaliate against another driver. Just swallow your pride and let them go. It's a decision that you and the rest of us can live with. Fortunately, Gabriel wasn't killed and he did learn his lesson. After when he made the following statement, it's so not worth this. If someone makes you mad, wave at them and say a prayer for them. Folks, when it comes to road rage, let's all just relax. Take a deep breath to steady your nerves and whisper a prayer for the person offending you. God bless and stay safe out there. Well said, Skip.